Hey guys, it's me again, and this is the next episode. Um, I'll stop counting from now on because I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. And maybe I should start how other my favorite podcasters do, where they don't even say hi, they're just like straight away going to the topic, which is actually fantastic because that means that you just get straight to the point. You know what I mean? But also like, what am I doing now? I'm getting off the point. So today's topic is self-development and misconceptions about self-development that I have personally found out during my life and I will be honest with you guys I have a very unusual stance on self-development well not really unusual either way (laughs) we'll see if it's unusual or not let me just start talking um so first of all I want to just put out put it out there straight away because I think Self-development is becoming extremely mainstream and a lot of people are starting to leave their lives as self-development projects. Like, all you can really do is develop yourself and if you don't, then you're just wasting your time. I don't believe that and I think that is a very capitalistic approach and it's based on the idea that you are supposed to sell yourself and it kind of does work and it kind of it, it kind of is the truth and we'll talk about it later in this episode, but I don't believe that the ability to sell yourself and the ability to make money and the ability to grow as a person in the eyes of other people and in your own eyes is actually the only important thing in life like like it's not it's just if it was just the only thing that mattered why would we even why would we even exist that sounds so so pathetic and depressing so i don't believe that and i just want to put it out there and for me self-development is not something that i do um, because I'm supposed to or because you know everybody is super keen on self-development right now and you know if you don't work on yourself you don't focus on yourself and like you know that means you don't love yourself you don't you don't care about yourself or you're just not doing enough but I, I truly believe that ultimately self-development is not about becoming the best version of yourself but it's about building a life for yourself that you want to represent and that you want to have so self-development should equate to you making your dream life and it's not about becoming the best in every single skill that it exists i just think that it ha- it can have very negative uh connotations when you think about self-development as something like uh, a game right and you have to kind of have the highest levels in every sphere of life and if you think about it then you can think like oh i should learn every single language i should learn how to code i should you know, go to the gym, I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. And like, actually, no, You sh- there's nothing that you should do. The only thing that you should do is what you want to do. So I truly believe that self-development can become toxic and not really about becoming your best version, but about making, trying to, you know, become the version of the person that you think you're supposed to be as the self-development project but you were but you were just a person and you're meant to exist and enjoy life as it is but at the same time i'm very interested in self-development because i think it, it can help you in a lot of ways to guide you towards better situation in life and towards a better feelings about your life in general and you know healing yourself and wor- wor- working through your trauma and going to the therapist is also a part of self-development that is more like self-care and that's extremely important in my opinion 
So that's why I think self-development is important. But um, how can I say this? There are a lot of popular ideas online about how to... Have you ever seen those TikToks? Like, uh, disappear for six months, stop posting on social media and become the best version of yourself and impress everyone. You know, just go to the gym, stop talking to people and, and you know, like eat, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and eat super healthy and just, you know, count your calories and you are going to be unrecognizable. It may be true, but it's not sustainable. And I, that kind of framework that is really mainstream right now on, on media is something that I really, really do not appreciate. And so today I want to talk about the self-development that I personally pursue and that I prefer and I think is actually healthy. So the first popular belief there that I don't like is that you should uh, become super private, right? Like you should become isolated or something. Like you should just stop sharing with people about any of your plans or dreams. Like basically stop being a talker and become a doer, right? Stop, you know, telling people like, oh, I'm going to go to gym. I'm going to like make money. I'm going to do this, this. And then not do it. Personally, okay, if you are that kind of person, if you have a habit of telling people they're going to do something and then not delivering and not doing anything, then maybe this is going to work for you. But I think it's rare because usually when you start a self-development uh, project in your life, it's not really about the fact that you have been developing this whole time uh, or trying even to develop it. Like you were telling other people like, Oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, and not doing it. Like, usually, you didn't even do anything in the first place and you didn't plan to do it. So, opposite to the common belief, the only thing that can actually help you to change and can actually become a very positive influence is if you become super open about your intention to self-develop right now. And that is something that I've read in a really great book, which is a Almanac of Naval Ravikant, which is probably one of the rarest self-help books that I've actually liked. Um, it's written by this entrepreneur, evangelist entrepreneur, and he's like uh, making money in investment funds and stuff like this. But he also has a personal brand that is really specific to what he does. And I like the ideas that he has written in his book. And one of the points was that instead of, you know, keeping things to yourself, because when you keep things to yourself, you can actually procrastinate more, right? Because if you tell yourself like, oh, I want to start a podcast, for example, but then a year passes and you do nothing because nobody even heard about it. And so you you can like postpone it forever. And you can just think like, oh, you know, like, I'm not sure if I want this. I'm not sure if it's really what I want to put my time into. Blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about myself, by the way. I was putting off making a podcast for years just because I, well, I was scared of, you know, judgment and rejection. Uh, in some way but also because I was just never sharing that with anyone and then once I told just a couple of my friends just a couple of people that I knew that like actually hey I want to start a podcast like I think it would be cool and interesting thing to do and they were like yeah okay like dude great I became committed because of that I became a kind of person like oh wait now I have to deliver because now I have this thing that I said to other people and if I don't do it I'm like I'm just a talker and I don't want to be a talker you know I don't want to be the kind of person who just goes around like I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that and then just do nothing so it actually motivates you a lot when you have planned something and then you were like oh wait a minute I have to do it I have to do it now because I told people that I will do it um 
so this is the thing. And in this book, Almanac of Navarra Count, you can find a lot of different other ideas that are super interesting and that are on a completely different topic. It talks about the whole way of how you can improve your life and make it um, a better experience. But it's I don't think it's going to work for everyone. The plan that he comes up with in the book is not for everyone, in my opinion. But I think it's going to work for me, or at least some of the ideas. Not, not all of them, but some of the ideas. But I really recommend you check it out. Um, another popular book about self-development, self-help, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Right? I feel like everybody heard about it, everybody read it. I actually heard about it for a long time and I didn't want to read it because I was like, that is just boring. It's obvious. If you want to make habits, you just you just make habits. What What's here not to know? Like, you just dedicate yourself. You just commit. But no. Actually, no. In his book, he talks about a lot of misconceptions that we have about habits. And I just want to give you, like, a couple of ideas that he comes, uh, that he talks about that are, for me, stood out the most. And then maybe you are going to think to read a book. But, you know, to be clear, the book contains a lot of water or kind of, like, to me, it has a lot of unnecessary information um, and it's really stretched out. But at the same time, it helps you to kind of get into the topic better. So maybe it's a good thing. So the first misconception that I used to have about habits is that it's all just about the willpower, right? If you have to, like, if you want to commit to, for example, eating healthy, all you got to do is have the willpower. When you go to the store, do not buy the sweets, right? And then cook and then great. You have healthy eating. But you know what? Willpower has nothing to do with habits you will never go a long way on willpower and you will never go a long way on discipline or um whatever it is like it's it's not about the motivation because motivation is nothing and it's also not about the discipline it's also not about the discipline because the discipline can also run out everything can run out but you know what cannot run out intention if you have an intention to have some sort of habit some healthy habit you can do it if you organize your life accordingly so that doing this habit will be easier than not doing it so it's all about the organization right and the simplest example would be when you buy a lot of fruit and you just put it on the table and when you want to have and grab a little snack you go and see the first thing you see in the kitchen is these fruits and so you eat them right and you do not eat anything unhealthy because you just don't have it around and it's easier for you to eat something that is healthy. That can be extended to literally anything. That includes, you know, uh, playing a musical instrument or working out or studying better or doing anything really there is. I just always, you know, wanted to become a better person and I tried to look for this willpower within myself because I have a long story of um, professional sport and, and professional sport, everything is based on willpower. I was doing Taekwondo for 10 years when I was a kid and I was literally the idea of willpower was ingrained in me like you have to be strong you have to overcome yourself you have to do this 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 and I literally thought this is the only way to approach life to become a better person but turns out things don't have to be that hard you don't have to be harsh on yourself and you can change into a better version of yourself through loving and appreciating who you are in the moment and accepting who you are and being super gentle with yourself and how you can do this is by changing your environment right and changing the things that you do so basically you are being lazy actually but that's just natural we all are lazy ultimately you can just like 
think in advance and organize your life in a way that it will be easier for you to do the things that you really want to do instead of doing the things that you don't want to do, which are bad habits. And another thing that um, is a misconception about making habits, at least that I used to have, is about commitment. So I used to think that if you make a street schedule, for example, you want to start working out and you make yourself a really, really strict schedule when every single day, five days a week, you work out in the morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I don't know, that's crazy, but let's imagine a situation like this or I don't know, in the evening, but you make a street schedule like this and you're like, I'm going to commit. This is what I'm going to do. And so you commit and you do it every day. And after a month, you're so burned out and drained out and you're so done with life that you're just like, I'm done. Or you do it the first day, you do it the second day. On the third day, you wake up, you're like, I'm done. I, on the third day, you had a really bad day and you were super tired and you just didn't have the power. And on the fourth day, like, well, whatever, I didn't do it in the third day. Who even cares at this point? Right? So the thing that James Clear talks about in the book is that Commitment is not about making a street schedule and committing to it. It's actually about adding one little thing that you are going to do no matter what every single day. That thing shouldn't take more than two minutes to do. It's a two-minute rule, as he calls. And that's basically uh, something that you could do in two minutes. And that's the only commitment that you give yourself. Your commitment should be super, super small so that not doing it would be just ridiculous you know and the examples he gives is like if you want to start working out you should for example make a commitment to yourself that I'm going to put on my sportswear when I come back home and if you have an intention of going to the gym after the job when you go home and they go to the gym you should put on your sportswear and that's going to be a trigger for you and like okay well since I've already put on my sportswear yeah I should go to the gym you know, and maybe when you came home from job, you didn't want to go to the gym, right? But you made a commitment to yourself. The only thing I have to do is put on the street, the sportswear, and that's it. Of course, it's maybe not going to work every single time because it sounds a little bit dumb. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to put on the sportswear, but I still don't want to go to the gym, so I'm not going to do it. But you could have, you were going to feel dumb by sitting there in your sportswear and be like, I put on the sportswear. I know that I want to go to the gym. I know that I want to be healthy. I want to put this effort in. But like, why did I not go, right? And after a couple of times, you're just going to feel so dumb for not acting on your actual habits if you just commit to this two-minute action of putting on your sportswear, right? So this is the whole thing about um, commitment and about how to actually be disciplined with your habits. It's not about being strict on yourself. It's about being super gentle. And by super gentle, I mean the two-minute rule. So I really like the approach that James Clear actually talks about. I used to think that this book is really about, you know, how to make this healthy habits and how to cut the bad habits and you have to have to be committed, blah, blah, blah. But actually, he talks about the simplifications you can implement. And then this whole process of changing your habits is going to be 10 times easier than you may think it's going to be. So that's the, the thing. Okay, yes, now that we've covered my most important points that I wanted to share with you today, I want to talk a little bit about self-help books and the general idea of self-help because I'm not the kind of person who usually reads self-help. I will be honest with you guys, I've read not so many self-help books in my life, 
But that's only because I believe 99% of them is a waste of time and it's a waste of your energy and it's just a waste. And I will just list a couple of super popular books in self-help category that I've read and I literally can put their whole idea into one sentence so you don't have to. So yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's start. The first book, The Miracle Morning, The Not-So-Obvious Secret Guaranteed to Transform Your Life Before 8 a.m. It's a long book and it has literally only one sentence that is meaningful and that is wake up early and do the thing you love and it's going to change your life. That's it. That That's literally it. The whole book is pointless because really all it says is if you have something you're passionate about and you want to change your life or you want to have a great habit, wake up earlier, commit to it. One hour a day, you can find it. That's it. That's it. That's the whole book. So don't read it. Like I gave you, I gave you a fucking solution to all of your problems right now. Um, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm really irritated with this kind of books because they're super popularized. And yeah, I just I just wanted to you know put it out there. The second book that is really popular, and it's actually also another book which can be put into one sentence, a whole book. Uh, it's called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So this is a book about finance and how to have a right mindset for money. Listen, if you don't know anything about money, if you are like 10 years old, then maybe reading this book is going to be beneficial to you. And this is something that you can start with if you literally have zero knowledge about money and how it works. But if you if you if you are a normal human being and if you were like a teenager and you know something about money, this book has literally one meaningful sentence or an idea that I could figure out a bit from it. And that is basically there are two types of assets. Assets that are going to bring you money and assets that are going to take away your money. And what you should do with your money is that you should put it into assets that are going to bring you money instead of take it away. So for example, if you buy a car and you, you know, just use it to write to write it, then this is an asset that's taking away your money. Right. If you buy a flat, or some real estate, and you rent it, then this is the asset that's going to bring you money. So this is the good type of asset. Uh, and that's called active asset. And then there's a passive asset. The passive asset is the one that takes away your money. This is like very related to the simplest ideas from financial uh, management. That's it. That's the whole book. The book doesn't have any more ideas and I mean some kind of obvious things like you should be open to possibilities and blah 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 so here you go now you can become super rich I know you're welcome <laughs> um okay yes there are many 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 more useless self-help books out there in the world but I think I will stop dissing them right now because people that love self-help books may misunderstand me I don't hate in all of them as I said there are some really good ones these gems that are hard to find but they exist uh, and I talked about them today I think Atomic Habits is one of the rarest popularized extremely popularized books book that is not a complete waste of time I will be honest it has a lot of repetition 
but in general it's really valuable and i talked about some ideas that i don't know were interesting for me in this episode already but um do you really need to read the whole book to get the point i don't think so that is the thing with almost every self-help book because people who are reading self-help books are just trying to make money and you know they have one interesting idea and they extend it into a book and then everybody becomes obsessed i don't know maybe i should do the same thing maybe i should <laughs> maybe i will okay guys this episode is a bit shorter than the usuals like usual ones but i just decided to not talk for too long today because i didn't have any more ideas that's it i am i'm i'm empty yeah um it was really lovely i love that this episode wasn't that emotional as the previous ones it was a bit more helpful hopeful i hope let me know um in the little so on spotify you can actually like ask me a question and give me a review or you can just text me on instagram or whatever it is and maybe i don't know maybe ask me questions or whatever it is i can make an episode on something or maybe i will never listen to you ever again and uh just make episodes about what i want because ultimately this is my podcast we'll see we'll see how it's gonna go um <laughs> i'm so sorry it was really great today with you by myself and my microphone um and I hope you like this episode. I wish you all the best. Have a good day. Have a good evening, morning, whatever, whatever is the time. And uh, yeah, peace out. See you in the next one.